Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mike and Brian from Wrong About Everything. Comedian Brian Miller, the attractive Brian. Thank you. As I like to refer to yeah. him. Yeah. Also sitting in and joining us now from the center of the American Experiment, Peter Nelson. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Excellent. Thank you for coming in today. I appreciate it. You guys, uh, you guys update this uh, this Minnesota economy report on a on a regular basis, correct? Well, this is actually the first one. Oh, but... The, but- I've got another report that we update on a regular basis on migration. That's probably what you're thinking of. Okay, the economic migration? Yes. Okay, that is what I was confusing it with then. Uh, you guys are releasing today. It has not even been posted yet. Just went and looked for it. So this is the first people are hearing about it. It'll a- be posted at 930. 9.30. Do we have a this morning. breaking news sounder lump? Is that uh, something we could do? <laughs> No. No. Okay. No, we're, we're, I'll do it. Okay. Now, what we hear all the time is that Minnesota's economy is strong. Minnesota's economy is doing very well, that this is one of the best states to live in on an economic, for jobs, for things like that. Uh, but your report kind of pushes back on some of that conventional wisdom. Yeah, it does. And, yeah, we always hear that the economy's booming in the Twin Cities. Um, but when you really look into the economic data, there's just real no support for that. Um, we should be booming, though. And that's kind of how we start out with the report. We always hear how above average we are. And that's absolutely true on a number of fronts. We have, uh, you know, we have a good crime rate in this, st- in this state. We have more intact families in the state. We have higher educational attainment. More people have high school degrees in this state uh, than average. So we do absolutely have a lot of things going for us, but we're average. All of these other things that give us high rankings, better health, all of that should contribute to a stronger economy. Mm-hmm. But we are average. And when you look at GDP growth, which, of course, is the key metric for economic growth, that's just average over the past 15 years. From 2000 to 2015, we are right at that national average. When you move on to a number of other indicators, per capita income growth, again, we're average. And you move on to jobs, all of a sudden, we're not even average. And so we start getting into a number of indicators that show we're not even making average. So we've titled the uh, the report mediocre, that we're mediocre. We're moving into mediocre territory. Mm-hmm. Why is that? What is, with all these positive indicators, what are the, what are, what are the, what's holding the overall economy back from really being thriving? Well, from my perspective, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Minnesota is a blue state. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of blue state policies that hold our economy down. We are a very high tax state relative to other states, especially relative to our neighbors to the west and to the south. Um, one thing that was real interesting uh, that we found in the report is the fact that Iowa's cities are actually growing substantially right now. Their economies are beating our MSAs uh, hands down. Uh, Cedar Rapids, Des Moines, Dubuque. These cities are all growing very fast, whereas 
Rochester and Mankato, they're doing pretty good, but they're not doing nearly as good as Iowa. And Iowa has the 31st uh, highest tax burden in the country, Mm -hmm. whereas we're in the top 10. So uh, one of the prime factors is the the rate of taxation that we see here. That is uh, that is that is kind of pumping the brakes on what should be a more of a booming economy in this state. Yeah, that's been our conclusion. Uh, when you look around the state and ask yourself, well, what differentiates Minnesota from other states that are growing? Mm-hmm. Um, it's taxes. Mm-hmm. We should be growing as fast as the other states. We have an educated workforce. We have the highest labor force participation rate in the country right now. We have a strong work ethic, and yet we're still average. Now, Peter, now in the November forecast, as opposed to the February forecast, we saw a downturn in you know what the the anticipated collections you know from the state. I would assume that based on this report and just the way things have been trending, that we should expect to see it go down even further in the November forecast and even further in the February forecast of 2017. You would expect that. Absolutely. Of course, there's a number of factors that go into the uh, the current revenue system right now. Um, and this is a long-term trend. And so we might not see immediate things happening in the next forecast, uh, but in the coming forecasts, we will see a th- continued decline, we think, because not only are we seeing 15 years of average growth across a number of factors, we're seeing a number of indicators pop up that are kind of called leading indicators that suggest in the future we're not going to be doing as well as right now. And one of those indicators is new firm for- formation. We have fewer new firms forming in Minnesota than the national average. And, and those are the firms that grow jobs. Those are, in fact, when you look at the past 15 years, these older firms, they've actually lost jobs for the state. So the only reason we have a net growth in jobs is because of these new firms. And they're on the decline right now in Minnesota relative to the country. That's a big issue for the state. Does the, do the high taxes, does, do you find that it more stifles uh, economic activity amongst individuals? Or does it stifle uh, g- business growth? Uh, because the, the businesses have to make, you know, decisions based on the tax implications, or is it a combination of both? Oh, I think it's a combination of both. Uh, there's a lot of businesses in the state that are taxed very highly. The Tax Foundation releases a report uh, about every three or four years that tries to make an apples-to-apples apples comparison of how high a business's taxes are. It's real hard to compare, but what they do is they enlist KPMG, a uh, national accounting firm, to basically set up a model firm and say, okay, how much is that firm going to be taxed in every state? We are in the bottom 10, we're in the top 10 highest tax states for almost all of these sectors that they look at, Mm -hmm. except for one, uh, manufacturing. They looked at capital-intensive manufacturers, labor-intensive manufacturers, and we are actually a very low-tax state for these companies. And guess what sector of the economy is holding us up? that's keeping us at least at average. It's manufacturing. Really? I think a lot of people don't realize that every every major company, and every, every small company, uh, has some uh, dedicates some portion of their time and effort into tax compliance. And before they make any decision on expansion, on hiring, on building a new call center or building a new plant or whatever, they look at the tax implications. And they and they factor it. They look at different states. They figure out where can we put this state to to uh, lessen our tax burden as much as possible. So you got to imagine that every time they go through one one of those calculations when they're factoring in Minnesota, 
there's probably more attractive options. Uh, maybe on the other side of the border in Wisconsin, a little 20-mile drive away, not a big deal, right? Maybe down in Iowa, maybe Illinois. You know, there's there's regional areas where they can put these new call centers or new things where their tax compliance is going to be significantly lower. That's exactly right. And <clears throat> this isn't in the report, but and we I haven't done anything with this data, but I actually have looked at the border counties of Minnesota and looked at the job growth and in all the border counties in Minnesota compared to Wisconsin, Iowa, South Dakota, North Dakota. And it used to be that Minnesota's border counties had more jobs. Mm -hmm. Well, in 2014, all of a sudden, across the border, uh, those jobs have now grown to be greater than in Minnesota. Peter, um, with with some of the ills that you're talking about in the state of Minnesota being due to us being a blue state, how are, I mean, states that are in the top 10, other states, are those primarily red states or is it a mix or, you know, how are other blue states doing? It is a mix. There is absolutely a mix going on. Um, there are some blue states like California and New York that seem to be doing well. And, they, and these are states that have certain attributes that, you know, I think they're just always going to do well. When you have Manhattan, you're going to be doing well regardless of your blue state policies. And when you've got the coast, uh, uh, the Pacific coast there, and all that has to offer with with trade and exports and all of that, um, you're going to be doing okay despite your policies. Um, where you see states like Minnesota, though, uh, states like Minnesota that don't have necessarily those attributes, they're going to be they're on the decline. And those blue states are on the decline. Wisconsin is definitely a blue state. They might have Scott Walker right now. They might look red, but their policies have not reversed, have not reversed yet. They're still a very high tax state, and they are absolutely on the decline. Peter, uh, do you look at, uh, so when, when the report's released, I understand that's the focus right now for the center, but what do you do next? I mean, do, do, you, do you partner with anybody to put some action behind this, or is it, or is it sort of your role to simply do the data research and, and put that out there and sort of let the rest of the world do with it what they will? Well, the first step is to educate Minnesotans on what's really happening with our economy. And so we are having a very strategic rollout of this information. We are going around the state to chambers of commerce uh, to have conversations about our economy. Um, I believe I'll be in Hibbing later this year to talk about these issues. We're going to be in Rochester, in Winona. We're going to be all over the state talking about these issues. Uh, so the education component is, of course, the first strategy. Uh, but, yes, we're going to have to partner with all sorts of people in this state to move us in the direction we need to move to have a growing economy that serves all Minnesotans. And you mentioned chambers. Um, do you expect the business community to be kind of the, the, the receptive audience for these sorts of things? And, and if so, have you seen any evidence of that? Um, have you worked with the business community, so to speak, uh, in order to compile the report? We haven't worked with them to compile the report, but they have been very receptive. So um, I, I assume we're going to be in St. Cloud soon to talk about these issues with their chamber. Um, and with the, uh, the Minnesota chamber here, um, they're definitely partners with us on a number of fronts. 651-989-5855. We've got a, a call, wants a, a question on this. Good morning, Mike. Yes, good morning, and thank you for taking my call. I wonder if the gentleman has any facts to share that if we looked at the revenue that's being uh, collected or I guess it's increased in our state, Let's say if we just took 10 or 15 or 20 percent of that revenue and released that back into the economy where businesses and people could keep that money, 
how would that correlate to a growth in the economy? Do you have any facts that you could share about that? Thank you, Mike. You know, I don't have any sort of facts that will tell you uh, if we release that money back into the economy. You know, it's and and that's really not the issue, though. Um, That pile of money that's now sitting at the state in the state's revenue department really isn't going to amount to a lot of money, I don't think, to grow our economy. It's the disincentives taking that money away from people creates. That's the problem. And when you take that money away from someone and they might otherwise be able to move to another state and get less taken away, uh, that's a powerful incentive to move to another state or just not to move here. And that's what my migration report's all about. Yeah, businesses are always looking ahead. They're always forecasting ahead. If you know, and again, talking about tax compliance, you know, millions and millions, billions of dollars are spent in this country on simple compliance alone. Uh, when they're always forecasting, looking ahead, and basing their decisions on minimizing their tax burden. Businesses are just like individuals. We all do the same thing. You know, when we when we see that this certain behavior is going to cost us more money. We're going to engage in different kinds of behavior, or we're going to change our behaviors uh, accordingly. And businesses forecast ahead. They have entire departments that are centered around uh, minimizing their tax burden. And that is going to stifle economic activity and growth in a high-tax state like Minnesota. It's very simple. It's not complicated. No, it's not complicated. And I should note, I should have noted this from the start, that um, this report was commissioned by, to, by Joe, to Joe Kennedy who used to be the chief economist for the U.S. Department of Commerce. So we wanted to reach out to a serious economist with a Ph.D. to take a serious look at our economy. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we've done. That's what this report is all about. Um, this isn't something that uh, we just did in-house. This is something where we reached out to find an expert to tell us what's going on here. How is this information, and granted this report is just now being released this morning, but, you know, typically in the past when you've, when you've, uh, when you've, when you've released similar types of information, how is it typically received? Uh, do you get any pushback from amongst the political class at all on this type of information? Well, we certainly do get some pushback. Uh, when I released the migration report earlier this year, Commissioner Cynthia Bowerly, the commissioner of the Department of Revenue, uh, she had an op-ed uh, that she wrote in the, for the Star Tribune against an op-ed that I wrote. Um, she spoke against the report in committee hearings. And there's other organizations around here, liberal organizations, in particular uh, the Minnesota Council of Nonprofits, that speak out against our reports and, uh, you know, have you know, draw their own conclusions as to why the facts that I'm talking about mm-hmm. uh, are, are what they are. Um, obviously, there's some pushback here. Peter Nelson from the Center of the American Experiment. Thanks for coming in and sharing this information on the show this morning. And uh, where can people find this report later on this morning? You can find it on our website at AmericanExperiment.org. There is also a piece in the Star Tribune today written by a John Hinderocker that sort of summarizes some of the findings. It's an editorial piece. If you can find that on the StarTribune.com website as well. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's great information. Very valuable. Thank you. 651-989-5855. Coming up next, we're going to talk to a, a local filmmaker, a documentarian who's come in studio about the uh, conspiracy theories surrounding the JFK assassination. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.